Yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, your boy, Benjamin Banks, and this is Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and I got my boy, my co-host, Travi O'Malley. What's good, bro? Yo, I'm in the building tonight, baby. We live. Bro, you want to know something (laughs) crazy? Like, when I was at work earlier, I was sitting around driving in my truck, and I was just singing Britney Spears songs, and then it got to the point... Did you sing You Drive Me Crazy? No, no. I didn't sing that song. I said... Hit me, baby, one more time. My loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess, I'm still believe, still believe. Yeah, and then I was singing the other song. Uh, Oops, I did it again. I played with his heart. And Toxic was fired. But you that know, beat fire, but bro, you want to know what that led to? It led to me listening to the Spice Girls. There we go. And tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, 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 really make you say, If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. No, thank you. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I was on a girls' movie. Hey, it is. Throwback Thursday is Thursday, man. So I was just it listening. To, I was listening to a bunch of girls' songs that I grew up listening to, and that's what's good, bro. But, bro, let's talk about what's happening this weekend. What's happening this weekend? WrestleMania. That's right, bro. I'm ready for it. It's a stacked card. We got some good matches that's coming up. Now, I always feel like every five years is meaningful. Like. Like 20, 25, 30, 35. So it's WrestleMania 35. And like you just said, that card's stacked, bro. You want to make WrestleMania predictions? Oh, yeah. All right. No, I definitely want to make WrestleMania predictions. But before we get into WrestleMania, well, we'll just go along with... We'll predict them as... We'll talk about other things as I bring up a match. Okay, let's go. Shoot the first one. So what do you think about this? And I think this is going to be... Not on the pre-show, but like the opening match. Okay. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. I wouldn't say that that's going to be on the pre-show. No, no, no. But yeah, the I agree. match. I opening think it's going to be the first match on the actual WrestleMania uh, card. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ I Styles. I agree, too. I think that. All right, what's the next match? Well, we're not, we're, you don't even want to talk about, like, I, I just find it weird. To me, it's a throw match just for the meets to have a match at Mania. You uh. know what I mean? Like... It's going to be a good match, but there's nothing behind it. I'd rather just make the predictions. No, I was just... I mean, I get it. I'm just kind of... I feel like, once again, something more should have been done with AJ Styles, but... Okay. I'm just going to ask you for the sake of asking. The Andre the Giant battle Yes. I think Bray Wyatt's going to win it. Um, I think Braun Strowman gets it again. Either, either, well, he's never won it. Oh, I thought he did win he, it one He year. won the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, that's Rumble. what it was. Okay. But yeah, either Braun Strowman I'm or Bray go with Wyatt. Braun Strowman. The reason why I say Bray Wyatt is because those pictures just uh, came out where you know he got a new hair do, yeah, which is so lame. Uh, well, look, man, he's coming I, back, bro. I just really, I loved the Bray Wyatt, bro. bro I, it it was tiresome as far as him as a character. The whole the whole same spiel over and over again. Look wise, though, I didn't feel like there needed to be a change. Yeah, I feel you. I feel now, you. Now, what if he comes out to different entrance music? It's My like Iris what? Junior. <laughs> a lot of people may not or, know, or, but his father or Black Jack Mulligan was uh, IRS. Um, what if he fuses the two, dude? <laughs> bro, if he was a, bro, if he was like a cowboy, 
that like imagine a cowboy and repo man like fused together <laughs> repo man there we go okay so let me move on to this next one okay is this united the- states title it's- samoa joe versus Rey mysterio i think Rey mysterio is gonna win i'm gonna go with samoa joe I think Rey Mysterio is gonna win it, man. But how cool is this bro, that Rey Mysterio is about to? He hasn't wrestled at WrestleMania since in, in years, bro. Since uh, twenty the one, the one where yeah, where he yeah, faced Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah, so twenty seven was the last and one. He remember was his outfit that year was um Captain America. Yes. It was Captain America. And it was so sweet. I remember the first year he started doing it was WrestleMania nineteen. He came out as Daredevil. So and every year since then he's always the Wolverine one was really sick. Well he always does them at the at uh SummerSlam and Right. And uh But WrestleMania WrestleMania. for sure you're getting a superhero. Who do you think he's gonna be? Spider Man Dude what if he what if straight up what if he was Thanos? He could do Thanos. You know, how sick would but that he, be? Yeah, because he did do the Joker that one year. Yeah, he could be Thanos. Now, we'll a lot see. of people may not know this, too, you know, once Ray went to the Independence, but um, whatever Triple uh, A's main of down in Mexico, whatever their version of WrestleMania is, yeah. maybe about three, four years ago, he did the Terminator. And, I remember like, dude, that. He came out. That. The entrance was so sweet. His Terminator mask was sick. So I know for a fact Rey Mysterio is going to show up and we're going to go eight. Bro, what if he's Azuka Midoriya? Okay. <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah, see, boy, this is what I'm talking about. But you know that's not happening. But what, if it did happen, you owe me $5. Okay. I will straight up pay you $5. If he comes out as Deku. If he comes out as Deku. Okay. Okay. Um, This is a match I'm not looking forward to at all. Is it the women's, uh, the Mae Young? No, it? no, 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 no. No. Bobby Lashley versus Finn. Once again, Finn, Finn kind of gonna gonna gets the. You think they're going to switch the belt again? Yeah, I they're going to pull another turn again. Why they even took it off Finn and put it back on Bobby? Is I don't know. But I, I don't. Why do they do things? I like think that? Finn is going to win, and and Leo Rush is going to be. It always far seems from like ringside. they do that with the IC title, and it really agitates me when they do that with the IC title. Um, this one's pretty cool because I'll. A lot of people didn't think that Roman was going to wrestle this year, but Roman versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's happening in Mania? Yes. Uh, I'm going with Roman. Yeah, obviously I'm yeah, going Roman. with Roman. But how cool is it that Drew is actually getting a legit singles match? At Mania. I don't, think, I don't think he's ever had one at Mania. No, not a singles match, no. He's probably been like a battle royale. Yeah, matches, exactly. Right? He's been like a part of Mania, but never has he had like a, a spotlight match. That's cool. Um. Okay. This one, this one hurts because everybody knows this is going to be his last match. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. I thought that they said that it's not Baron Corbin. Yeah, it's Baron Corbin. There's just been so much backlash about it. Oh, okay. That I think Baron Corbin's going to win. Oh, of course. Everybody does the favors on the way out. You yeah. know what I mean? So Not everybody. Not <laughs> it, Nine times out of ten, that's, you know, it's going to happen. And you're, if Ric Flair can... Lose his retirement match. Shawn Michaels lost his. I mean, Taker. Stone Cold. Taker's not at Mania this year, so we're going with his last match. I think he'll make an appearance, but I don't think he's no, going to have don't. a match. No, I don't. I don't at all. He'll make an appearance. Do I think he'll wrestle again? Yes. Do I think he'll make an appearance at this Mania? Yeah. No. I just can't believe Kurt Angle's last match is going to be against Baron Corbin. You think it would be uh, John? Nah. I, because I, of the... How... Cena came in and made a name for himself. It makes sense. And that was his first match. But maybe Cena couldn't do Mania this year. 
Who knows? Like you know, and we still got and we still got uh, next week. And remember, Cena wasn't Cena didn't wrestle last year at Mania. He was sending the crowd, right. and then but he did wrestle. But still, what's it called? Yeah. There hasn't been any mention of Cena at Mania. And isn't that crazy? Isn't that weird? This that is the first we've Mania. Come to that era a little bit. This where, is the first Mania where he's not going to be there. All right. So since since what nineteen. Yeah, nineteen was his first mania where he because remember he challenged uh, fabulous and fabulous and Jay Z to a rap battle. Yep. Yeah, he didn't wrestle at that mania, but he had he, an appearance there. Then the, his first mania match was against 20, Big Show for the 20. United States title. Yep. And I just remember when he picked up the Big Show, we all went, "Wow!" Yeah, and bro, he I remember. I mean, the crowd was even like, bro. He was on 106 in Park the next week. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, John Cena's on 106 in Park, and he I, had the United States title. Bro, he used to come out with the throwbacks mm-hmm. every week. Uh-huh. The shoes. The hat turned backwards. Bro, I mean, mm-hmm. he was killing a chain gang. Chain gang. All right, so let's get into some of uh, the matches. I save these ones for last, because... Um, Is this the women's... Uh, the Mae Young... And an, mm, sorry. Well, no, they're not doing that at Mania. No, they are. Uh, it might be on the pre-show, but I doubt it's going to be on the card. You think it's going to be on the main card? Well, I don't know. It's eight hours? Yeah. Well, so, who, well who do you think's going to win? I'm probably going to say Alexa Bliss. She really, she's really she been chilling this whole year because she had an injury. So I think she's, she's going to win it. If not Alexa Bliss, then... Uh, no, I think it'll be somebody random. I do. I think it's just going to be somebody completely random that we're not even thinking of right now. Well, who do you think? I don't know. That's why I'm saying it could be Ember Moon. That would be cool. Um, or maybe a NXT bring up. I Nikki mean, Cross. It could, I'm seriously. I think it'll just be somebody random that they're going to get their journey started. What's the one chick's you name? Mania. What's the one chick's name that's been uh, just coming out to the ring and then going oh, to the back? Um, oh my god! I'm mad. I, I yeah, can't I remember can't think her of her name right now neither. But she could but win she, it. Yeah, I mean, she could, but I doubt it. I'm mad I can't remember. Well, say, I know, yeah, the blonde hair chick. Okay, so Boston Hug Connection versus the Divas of Doom, which is Naya is Nia, we'll talk, ja- Nia Jax. No, Tamina. Beth that's Beth Phoenix and uh Natalia. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Divas of Doom are gonna be at Mania? Yeah, Beth Phoenix coming out of retirement. Now I remember at uh what pay per view was it? Um Elimination Chamber. During the Divas match. Yeah, when they attacked her. Yeah, they attacked Beth Phoenix. Right. Yeah, she's coming out of retirement. So it's it's a four-way for the women's title. What um Boston Hub. I'm sorry, connection. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It wasn't it wasn't Elimination Chamber. They won the belt to the Elimination Chamber. It was Fast Lane. It was Fast Lane, that's yeah. what it was. Okay, so yeah, Boston Hug Connection, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, versus the Iconics, versus Nia Jackson Tamina. Okay, um I'm of course you know who's going to win. I'm rolling with Sasha and Yeah, Sa- Team Sasha and Bailey. Hold on. It's a it's a, a eight-man tag? or four, uh, I mean, it's it's a four-way tag team match. Oh, oh, for the titles? For the titles. Okay, then I'm I'm going with Nia Jax and Tamina then. I think that they're going to win. Okay. I don't. I'm, I think they retain um, Boston Hug Connection. So, Bro, okay. who knows? Beth Phoenix and Natalia might I win. I don't see that happening. Unless if she's if she's coming out of retirement fully, then no, no, no. I I think it's just, just a, a one off mania okay. thing for sure. I can't imagine she's coming back. You know what I mean? I don't think that's the case. Okay. What else? You we think got? she would? I mean, she's 
She's, I know she's in shade. She and, and you know she she they had her and Edge had the kids and whatnot and it's like hey she might got that itch and she wants to start wrestling again. You know, <sighs> I mean I know she did the thing. I'd be at, all for it. But I think she did the thing at the Royal is, Rumble, right? So I mean, who knows, who man? Knows? All right. Um. Oh man, one I forgot. I forgot about this one. Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the. Cruiserweight title. I think Tony Nese is going to win. I do too. I Buddy so. Murphy's had it. I, has he had it longer than Enzo had it? Oh, of course. Everybody's had it longer than oh, Enzo. Oh, I didn't mean Enzo. I meant. Um, Cedric? No. Um, who did Enzo win it from? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Neville. Neville. Yeah, no, I, no, I think Neville had it longer. He had it a hot minute. Yeah, Neville had it for almost a year. No, he had it for a year. Uh, sh- it might have been longer, yeah. to tell you the truth. Okay. Shane McMahon versus The Miz, which is crazy to the think Miz. that Shane is the heel and Miz is the face Miz right is going to win this one, man. I think so, too. When was I, the last time Miz had a singles match at Mania? Was it WrestleMania against Cena with Rock as the special no, enforcer? No. A singles. That was WrestleMania 27. 27. I really don't think he's had a singles match since then. He's always in, like, the IC thing or something like that. Yeah, he but hasn't. I don't think like, he's, he's had been a singles match matches. since the John Cena nah, match that yeah. he had. Yeah, tag team match because uh, and he was in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah, so yeah, he. I don't think he has been in a singles For real? match. Yeah, since so, that and almost ten years ago. That was almost yeah. ten years ago. Holy crap! Yeah, holy crap! That's crazy. Um, are the SmackDown tag titles are they on the line? The Raw tag titles? The disrespect, bro. On those SmackDown tag team mm. titles. Once again, man, the, the Usos. Usos. Just That's getting... something that they always talk about. It's like they're, they're always on the pre show or they're not on the card. I mean, the Raw, in all fairness, the Raw tag team titles ain't on the card neither, but still. That's crazy, man. But still, the, that SmackDown division is so stacked. Hot fire, bro. And the Usos, I mean, the disrespect. The Uso penitentiary, bro. man. The disrespect, man. It, they're too loyal to leave, I think. But the, I know they got to be tired of, you know, getting the uh, the pre-show card. Because, you know, they're going to slap something random together. Yeah, they're always on the pre-show for Mania. Always like, last the- year was the first time that they weren't on the pre-show. <laughs> Correct. It was and them, they talked about that. It was, a, it was them, the New Day, and... Um, I think that was a four-way, though. Oh. I don't think it was just a triple no, threat. No, it was a triple threat, man. Uh, was it Sheamus and Cesaro? No, uh, Luke, Luke Harper. Oh, Luke Harper and what was it? The, um, Bludgeon the, yeah, Bludgeon the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers, that's what it was. So, and then before we get to our WWE titles, Triple H versus Batista. I think that Batista is going to win. Because, I do, too. Because, Batista, like, I've always been a huge Batista fan. and How... Batista has, I mean, Triple H has never beaten Batista. That's one thing that they always talk about. And it's like, you got the stipulation on where it's like, if Triple H loses, then he has to retire. And I really think, I really think that Batista is going to beat him. And I think Batista, Batista's already said that he wants to come back and start wrestling again. Full time though? No. I think that's what he did say that in the interview. I know that point, he's talked about an interview saying, if you're going to come back. Do it full, like do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because he said he misses it. I mean, oh, he's dude, I'm a, he's, sure a, he does. he's a huge star in Hollywood now. Look, with the man, Avengers movies. I just don't think it's a good relationship for him because the one of the reasons he always talked about he left was how he hated how the change had occurred, where 
they couldn't bleed anymore. I mean, he's talked about this on multiple podcasts with Jericho. Oh, yeah, like it wasn't, Christian. it was too PG. It was too PG for yeah. him. And that's not changed. And then the last time he came back, it was cut short because of the creative differences that they had, where they told him one thing and they tried to change Are you talking it. talking about with the whole Bri- the Dan Bryan situation? No, no. With, with the whole blue tea stud and yeah, that was doing the Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but stuff. he he had no issue with losing the the title. Like no, not but he did the have a, he did have an issue coming back and being a face though. Yes, he wanted to be. He didn't he want wanted, to be. A he face. wanted to be a straight up heel, and they kind of and then it was already so ro- just right there from the get go. It was already rocky. Yeah, you know. So. But I do think Batista's going to win. Um, and then what? Then we got the WWE title match. I I really didn't believe they were going to do one on Kofi Mania, Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. I think oh yeah, oh, Kofi's, no. Kofi. Kofi's winning this Kofi. belt, baby. I'm Kofi t- is winning this I believe, belt, baby. I believe in Kofi. This is hashtag. This I believe room, in Kofi because you know we're doing this big WrestleMania party and podcast. Yeah, this room is going to go ape when Kofi, when Kofi wins. wins this belt. And you want to know what's going to be even better? When he wins that belt, and all of a sudden you hear SOS title fighting, his old music. Yeah, that's not SOS. But picture the celebration that's going to happen. Yo, Confetti's going to come down. Kofi's going to be crying. Xavier's going to be crying. Big E's going to be crying. We're going to be crying. All the black wrestlers are going to come out the back. They're going to put them up on the shoulders. Watch. No, R- that's a little extreme. R- Vince true. ain't just going to send out all the black wrestlers <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, that that's too extreme. I don't You're asking for people to go on Twitter and be like, "Oh, what is this all about?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's too odd, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, Kofi's about to be this first black champion, bro. Okay, then we got Seth Rollins versus, versus Brock Lesnar. Correct. I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. No, I think Seth Seth doesn't I think Brock Lesnar's going to win. Seth Rollins is slaying the beast. Nah. Nah. I think Brock Lesnar's going to win. Then we have Ronda Rousey versus the man versus Charlotte Flair. Okay. I think. Now, hold on. Okay, go ahead. This one's interesting. All right. This past SmackDown, Charlotte took the belt off Oscar. Mm -hmm. Reasons. Say those reasons. Reasons. Why? Why? What's the rumor? What's the dirt sheet saying? I don't that know. They stripped Oscar. I don't know. Okay, you don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't have a source. You don't have a source on that one. I don't. I don't believe stuff that I read on the internet. Even no matter what, what the, it's like he who must not be named right here on this podcast right now. No matter what the dirt sheets are saying, the reason why the the real reasoning at the end of the day. It's one of two things going to happen. They made the change to unify the titles, which I I, I like. Think, I think that's what's going to happen. Prefer, They're going to unify them. And I prefer that, too, with the men's. It's not just the, I only want to see one woman's belt. Nah, I don't. There should only be one champion, and they should be on both shows. I think the reason why they're going to unify the belts is because you already have the, you have the Divas tag titles down. And that way... Those are um, you can be on both shows with those right. titles too. So even though they say that, even though well, I mean, uh, three Sasha, out of the four tag um, tag teams in that match are raw. They just randomly threw in the iconics. Yeah, I mean, does anybody really believe the iconics are going to win? Who knows? 
Does anybody rip? Do you believe the Iconics did gonna you, win? Did, you, did think, you pick them did in you, your prediction? Did you think Eddie Guerrero was gonna beat Brock Lesnar? Yeah. But did you only think that because you knew Goldberg was gonna show up? Yeah. If Goldberg didn't show up, do you think Eddie Guerrero was gonna win? How would I know? You're talking about a different. You're talking about 15 years ago. Go going into WrestleMania 20, so 15 years ago, and on top of that, you're talking about a what 16 year old Travis. So I mean, it don't matter how I can't old you were. You, I can't tell you what I would have thought if Goldberg weren't. I knew that Goldberg was leaving. I knew that Brock was leaving. Oh, okay, and that's that. Okay, well, but do you believe the Iconics are going to win this this match? I no. chose my team. So it's really even though they're saying it goes on both Raw and SmackDown, it's really only been on Raw. Okay. So I mean, well, SmackDown they really don't have any. Uh, women's tag teams for real besides the iconics and um was it Fl- uh flame and ice i don't know what they're called that's it like they don't have any i mean you had naomi and carmella but i kind of feel like some of them teams, that wasn't even i a, feel like some of those teams was just made they were just put for together whatever reason to put in the elimination to put in matches chambers. right yeah. but yeah the iconics and then um i'm just gonna call them what they were before uh, what were they before? They were the Iconics. No, NXT. not the Iconics. I'm talking about Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. What were, oh God, I don't. And Paige. I, I don't. I don't even. Absolution. Know. Absolution. There, there we you go. go. Yeah. So yeah, that I. So that's the thing. They're either a going to unify the titles. I mean, unify. Uh-huh. Yeah, the women's title or Charlotte's going to have two matches and she'll win one of them. Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen either. But. I think that, you know they're we'll find out obviously because we have one more Raw, one more SmackDown before Mania. Well, who do you, well who do you think is going to win the title? The man? Oh yeah, if Becky Lynch will oh, walk out with his title. Oh yeah, I think Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh, is is that all the matches? Yeah, because that's the fun, and that's something else. They've announced it as like the le- legit main event. Is that allowed to be the surprise? Just let it be a thing. Like, why do we have to announce everything, dude? Well, when you they th- announce everything. Well, when you think about it, and and why this is cool, this is the first year in a long time that a Royal Rumble winner is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania, like the final match. Because think about it, like for the last couple of years, the person that's won the Royal Rumble hasn't been the final match on the card. The last one I could think of is Batista when he won uh, going into WrestleMania thirty. Because wasn't that final match not? Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton. Batista yeah. versus Randy Orton. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's the last Royal Rumble winner who was legitimately in the main event for the title. I mean, well, you could, uh, you consider Triple H when he won the title at the Rumble. That's not the same. Yeah. yeah I think, yeah, that was it. Yeah, Batista. Yeah, because he walked in as champion. So you're not. You know, the time they did that before then was when Ric Flair won the title at the Rumble. Like, that was back so, I mean, we're talking about 25 years even before then. So. I don't know. Those are our WrestleMania predictions. And also, I mean, just, you know, it's a stacked weekend going over um, Ring of Honor and New Japan holding their thing at Madison Square Garden, the G1 Supercard. And me personally, I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. Excuse me, this Jay Lethal, Marty Scroll, and Matt Tavern match. For the Ring of Honor Championship, um, I'm saying Jay Lethal walks out with that belt. Personally, I'm thinking Jay Lethal will. Yeah, but the the big thing going on with this card now is oh, and I'll fill you in on the the Bully Ray situation where it 
the big rumor is he has a to-be-announced opponent. Nobody knows his opponent yet. And there's rumors that it's going to be CM Punk. It's going to be CM Punk. Do you think it's going to be CM Punk? No, not at all. I don't think so either. I think it's just... I don't know why... Why can't people, people just always buy let, into it? Not even just that. Can people just let CM Punk live his life, dude? Like, remember it has been six years now. Remember when All In was going down and it was going to be in Chicago and everybody was just like, "Yes, yeah, CM Punk's going to be there." Can the just live outside of wrestling, dude? No, because and... too many people want to see him again. But respect the fact that he doesn't want to wrestle. He wants to fight in UFC. Not even just that. Maybe, dude. He just wants to hang out and read comic books all day. Like, Why hasn't he appeared in a Marvel movie yet? That's the question. Well, you know he did his own comic book. He did the Drax uh, comic book. Uh, couple, uh, this was like back in 2015, I think. So, I mean, you know, it's not like he's not doing things. Like, he's done other ventures outside of, you know, fighting in general. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool of him. So, I don't think it's going to be CM Punk. I don't have a guess, neither, of who it's going to be. I do think it's going to be an old WWE star of some sort. Don't know who. Who do you think? It ain't going to be like Take or anything crazy, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, it could be Kenny Omega. It could be. It could be Jericho. Yeah, that's possible. You know, it isn't like they can't wrestle for this. So, another thing also obviously happened in this weekend. You know, and I don't want to focus too much on WWE itself, but... The NXT, the TakeOver? Um, well, before we even get to the TakeOver, I was going to talk about the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I feel like we can't talk about Mania Weekend and not talk about the Hall of Fame, dude. You got a lot of legends going in this year. Like, a lot of people who we grew up watching. You got the Hart Foundation... You got D-Generation X going in, and it's it's all of D-Generation X, even China, bro. That's well, really cool, man. Also, another one that isn't too... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not going in? No, they're they're going in, but a lot of people are like, yeah, is uh, Tori Wilson. Yeah, you know, I think... And she, I feel like she deserves it. I think she deserves it, too. But, yeah, a lot of people have been split on They're that. just kind of crapping on her. Yeah, but, yeah, she she went through a lot, man. It's like she had injuries in wrestling. She came back, got better. So, I, like, I think she deserves it. I mean, she did a lot for what the time that she was in WWE, man. It's like she was like a sex icon in wrestling, bro. Like, at, at, like after Sable... There was Tori Wilson. Like, Tori Wilson became that person. Dude, for real. She t- and, and then, of course, they got up together and did their own the Playboy, Playboy cover, stuff, too, and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, she pretty much replaced them. Yeah. You know, I replaced her. As- and, yeah, and it's like, when you think about it, bro, it's like, because you, you know, it's like, there was always that that women's uh, wrestler or diva that was like, the diva she like was a sex like you icon. had like like you had Sunny and then after Sunny you the had Sable. Sable then after Sable you had Tori, Tori Wilson. but after Tori it's like there was, they kind of went away from they that they kind of went from that you yeah because it went PG and stuff yeah. like that but you know she was the last, was the last like one. sex icon from for, the early two thousands all the way to two thousand eight everybody knows her yeah you know I every, don't know specifically she's what, still in the public eye exactly like, yeah, everybody still knows who Tori I know Wilson she is. was dating one of the famous baseball Alex, players Alex I was Rodriguez. I was sure if it was Alex Rodriguez or it was him. um he's with J Lo now no not anymore Stop you need to keep playing. up on your tablet are you for real yeah man they've been broke up but he proposed to her don't matter no no matter I just saw a picture bro. 
How long does J-Lo stay with a man? Bro, get out of here. I just saw a picture where he proposed to her on a beat. Man, you trolling. Oh, man, I could be. See, I'm about to look, at I look in my phone. I, get, because cause I was, you had that, cause, cause everybody you been had making, that 90s girl empowerment music. You was thinking J-Lo? Everybody made the meme talking about she's collecting engagement rings like the Infinity Stone. Yeah. <laughs> she only need one more. One more, and then she'll have all of them. Oh, then she, every guy, every guy she's been with, look, just snap. Cause what? Were her, her and Ben Affleck? Nah, they never got married. But they, yeah, were, they were engaged. Married. They were married. Nah, oh. they were just engaged. Okay, but screw J Lo. Let, let, let's go Whoa, back to this whole thing. Hold on, that's Jenny from the block, son. Let, let's Cole, talk about hold this on, whole thing, bro. Look, uh, who else we got? We got uh, hold on Harlem Heat. I, I was about Can to say, you dig it, sucker. Booker T's about to go in twice. Twice, yeah. Look at the Bro, list of Brad people. Hart, Brad Hart's going in twice. I know, but look at the list of people who are in there twice. Shawn Michaels. Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Booker, Booker T. T. I don't want to hear anybody come at me with some Booker T ain't one of the greatest of all yeah, time. Yeah, of course he is, Don't bro. even come at me with that. He's, bro, he's the five-time. Five times. And I'm still five advocating time. that five he should have beat Triple H at WrestleMania five 19 for the WWE WCW World champion. Heavyweight Championship. Now, can you dig that? Now, remember, dude, so but a lot of people crap on that match. Yeah, I know. The buildup was great. I remember the Raw before Mania. Mania. Yo, he worked Triple H. I mean, he he's bleeding. He walking out the ring. He holding his belt. And like Ric Flair's trying to pump up Triple H. He can't beat you. That's Triple H. And he says, Yo, what's Triple H go? Huh? Somebody tell that the book. And he walks away like Triple H was in shambles, bro. Yeah. I was like, Booker T got this man. And, then and the just match the way happened. they built it up. So the match happens and Triple H brings out a move he's never used before that Indian um death grip. Yeah. And so a lot of people crap on this match and all that stuff, but dude, the build up to the match and then throwing that in the match to be like, this is what I had to do to beat, to Booker, beat T. Booker T was pull out something that nobody saw coming. None of those guys get enough credit for, you know, the producer, both of them. Yeah. They don't get enough credit for putting that whole thing. Well, together. bro, you already know Triple H is going and he's going to go in twice. He's going, bro. He he going bro, three times. Yeah, that's what I was say. Same thing. Same thing with Ric Flair. Ric Flair can go in three times with Evolution, right? And Triple H by himself. And I think Ev- Evolution's a legit contender to go in. Yeah, not now, but I mean down, down the road. road yeah, you know, Batista. When you think about it. The only thing that I kind of wish is that um, I, I mean, it's the same thing with Sensational Sherry. Uh, going in with Harlem Heat because Stevie Ray had uh, went well, on. She isn't she already? She's in already there? in it. She's right. already but. Stevie Ray had went on Twitter and, I saw and he was saying that, you know, Sensational Sherry was just as, as big of a part as, you know, Booker and him. Yeah, so. And Booker T backed that up, too. So, but, I mean, the same thing can be said about Rick Rude. Like, Rick Rude, he was with D-Generation X. Right. Like, when they first started. But, um, you know. So, is Rick Rude going in? No. With DX? No, it's just, it's just Triple H. doesn't count. It's just Triple H, Shawn Michaels, China, Xbox. Dog. And Billy the New Gunn. Age Outlaws. Yeah. But I'm surprised that Hornswoggle isn't going in. I'm no, su- that's the, now we're talking I'm about. I'm surprised that John Cena's not going in. You gotta stop. I'm surprised. Who else was with D-Generation? Uh, Kane was uh, in D-Generation X Those at one point. Because remember, he had the green. Uh, who else was with D-Generation? Uh, t- uh, Tori. The T-O-R-I. Yeah, y'all know Tori. I know. Tori, okay. remember with Kane and X-Fox yeah. was fighting for her love. Tori. Um, 
I'm surprised the DX band isn't going in with them. The DX band. And who's the, what's the one guy's name when they did the Nation of Domination skit? Um, and he was supposed to be Owen Wilson. I can't remember what his name Owen is. Owen Wilson. Owen Hart. Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Hart. They do kind of look similar. <laughs> we're saying whoa, that. whoa, whoa. They do. They both got what's you know, his the name, big noses. And... I can't remember his name, but you know the dude that was playing Owen yeah, Hart. Yeah, I just can't remember his name. I can't remember his name, but shouldn't he be going in? No. I'm just naming people. Okay, and then the legend that's going in. You know, they always throw in like a super old timer, Honky Tonk Man. Because he's the honky tonk. Ain't that wild that honky tonk man wasn't already in there? He's the honky tonk man. He's got the moves. Yeah, the honky tonk man is Does the that man. not shock you? I did think that he was in there. You would assume that he was in there, but he know? wasn't. And who is the um celebrity? They named one? No. I I didn't but I, someone's got to go in, right? Every year. Who went in last year? Shh, honestly, it's got ever since I mean, how do you top Mr. T? Who went in after Mr. T? Was it Donald Trump? No, he went away. Oh, before Snoop Dogg. I think Snoop Dogg was after. Uh, Snoop Dogg was last year, wasn't he? Nah, nah. Oh yeah, and Sue going in. She is the person that um, handles all like the auctioning stuff for W, like for like special needs and charity and, and stuff like Make that. A Wish Foundation. I thought that was really cool, and I don't know if you paid attention to Twitter, but Edge and Christian and Jericho and. Sean Michaels and everybody came out and was just like, man, this woman is so important. And no matter what I needed for any event, like she always got us, you know, chairs to auction off or whatever, you know, charity they were doing yeah. and things like that. So, man, it's cool that they're recognizing somebody in home. Yeah. You know, and how important and how many lives that she's helped, you know, just working in the company. And she's been there, you know. 30, 30 plus years, dude. So it's cool that, you know, she's being recognized. Yeah, I'm happy for her, man. And that's cool. Like you said, there's somebody that's in the house, somebody that's been there for years helping out behind the curtain. So that's really cool that she's going into the Hall of Fame. All right. Now, we don't even have time to talk about this NXT takeover. We know it's going to be lit. It's, it's always lit. It's going to be hype. Yeet. Yeah, it's going to be hype. Look. We, let's just get into what today's podcast is. Uh, okay, today's podcast, we're talking about Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. You mighty morphin Power Rangers. Ay, ay, ay. But yeah, we're talking about Power Rangers today. What? My homie, Matt Willis. Matt Attack, baby. So let's go ahead and roll on into this podcast. They know the fate of the world is lying in their hands. Yo. Hey, what's up, bro? Not bad, not bad. What up? Ah, I see you got the golden pinky shirt on. Pinky's bro, what's up. it called? We doing all the video chats today. Hey, what's good, Matt? Very good, thank you, buddy. Thanks for joining us today, man. Uh, now, this is my first time talking to you or... "Quote unquote," meeting you online, or this, this is our first time. That's why we did Yeah, bro. I've only I've never met Matt in person, but I've talked with him online a lot. But hopefully, one day you'll finally have the meeting. It'll be just like the Mega Powers when <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Randy Macho Man Savage finally shook hands Ooh, yeah. and, and joined forces. You, you know what's crazy is I thought this dude was gonna say maybe you'll finally come over here or something. He always wants people to come to him. 
<laughs> he never wants to go yeah. to anybody else. It's Bro, I know like, you're not talking. I know you're not talking. You, When's the last time you've ever been over to my house? Besides I, the pay-per-view. Besi- okay, you see that besides right Besides the pay-per-view. You see that right there? When is the last besides time? Besides the other time you were at my house. Oh, when was the last God. time you came over to my house? You do need some counseling right now. Are you good? Or? Yeah, no. This is how we get it out. We get it out on the podcast live for everybody to hear. That's what she said. We, we air it out. That's what she said. Absolutely. Yeah, buddy. How you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm just getting my bags packed. I am heading stateside, actually. In 12 days, I land in Dallas, Washington. So what are you coming over here to the States for? WrestleMania weekend, bro. Oh, Holy crap, dude. For real? boy. Um, I land on the Thursday. Friday, we take in Black Label Pro and Shikara. Uh, on, the fir- on the Saturday, we take in... Um, uh, GCW and uh, the G1 at Madison Square Garden, and then the Sunday we're doing the lunch, the lunchtime showing of Capital Wrestling, and then it's WrestleMania in the evening, and the next day I fly home. What no, a you weekend! Got a, you got a nice little tour going on, man. I'm gonna be absolutely drained. I hope that we can meet each other. When you come over here, it won't man. be at WrestleMania weekend, unfortunately. Yeah, I know because <laughs> I know that I'm wrestling that weekend, and yes, I yes, you're wrestling down in, um, in Virginia. Which all the best to you on that one. Hope you win as usual. Thank hope you. you win. Thank you. Thank you. Now you've been to a WrestleMania. Is this your first WrestleMania? This is my first WrestleMania. In fact, it's my first WWE event in ten years. Wow, that's awesome. That's cool. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I don't know Ten- when they come over there how close they actually come to you because you know, I know uh, they go minutes. over there, but really how close is it to a lot of people? You know what I mean? Well, well they, hold on. Before you, they, before you answer that, Matt, when you say over there, w- tell everybody in social media land what you mean when you say over there. Over there uh, in Europe. I'll let, we'll let him tell where. Well, because you're saying over there, it's like people that are listening, they might think, oh, was well, he talking about like in space or? Yes, under the that's sea? what they're assuming, <laughs> in space. I'm from jolly old England, and um, I live in a little town on, on the uh, on the coast uh, called Clacton. Um, we're about 90 minutes from London. That's usually where the wrestling ends up. It's London, uh, Birmingham, Manchester, um, Newcastle sometimes, but mainly London, and it's like an hour and a half to get there it's not a problem now this is our first international guest yes on the it podcast. is oh he is our first international guest that's right so this is a this is a big first for leveling up with benjamin banks man so now anybody that comes after you they'll always come after you that's what she said yeah <laughs> <laughs> fair enough all good so moving along let's get into the topic of discussion for this week's episode which is going to be Mighty Morphin Power. Well, not really Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but Power Rangers. For me, it's going to be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Why? Well, I don't, I'm not involved in a lot of the newer Power Rangers. I know some of the names, obviously, but when it comes to naming the Power Rangers and stuff like that, Mighty Morphin, and what was the one after Mighty Morphin, Matt? Zio. Zio. That's pretty much where it ended for me. What, you didn't watch Turbo? A Turbo is kind of when I started to fall out. To of... be fair, a lot of people fell out after doing Turbo, unfortunately. Yeah, and we're going to get to that later on in the episode. But um, before we before we do, let's just, you know, stay on course. Because I know how you like to be trapped. Well, I, li- I like to hop a little bit. But look, I know for me personally, like most American kids, 
around who grew up in our age group when Power Rangers came out in ninety five. Ninety five, yeah. Man, it was huge over here in the states. I mean, I was obsessed. Ninety three. Yep. Okay, I was obsessed with Power Rangers when it came. We over all here. were, bro. It's, it's like, really what got a lot of people into martial arts too over here. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. When Power Rangers did come out over here in the states, like it was a phenomenon. You know what I'm saying? It's like you had the video games, you had the toys, the Halloween costumes, and whatnot. Man, it's like. Everybody wanted to be a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. And then remember the, the morphers that they came out with? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I had one. So, Matt, so tell us, how did you get into Power Rangers? Um, I just remember watching, I caught it on TV once, and um, I watched it. Actually, no, tell a lie. I started watching it after my next-door neighbor showed me his Megazord for the first time. Uh, and there's not an innuendo either. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally where I was going with it too. I was waiting for my moment. <laughs> he, um, it's um, yeah, he, the original classic Megazord. It was a proper chunky one, the proper Bandai one. It was it was great, and I sort of thought, thought, what is that? Because I loved all transforming things. I each watch Transformers growing up. I was really little, so I was like, okay, we transforming everything. What's it from? He said it's from the Power Rangers show. I'm like, okay. Okay, I watched the next day. I was hooked. And I would have been 10 because back then we got the shows in England a year after you guys got them. So mm. we were actually a year behind up until the, maybe even 2001. Mm. Well, that's what I was going to ask mm. you. We, you know, we had said it was a phenomenon over here and you're just saying you kind of caught it on TV. Was it huge over there or eh? um yes and no um i was the only person that bear in mind that i had a huge collection of power ranger toys um as a, as a child a huge collection um so i was about 10 11 when i started getting into them um and of course then in the uk you go 11 years old you go to high school and you do five years of high school here so there's me in um, in high school, and <laughs> I'm still playing with me action figures and everything. I'm still doing that, age 11, 12. I'm still the biggest kid in the room. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, a I'm 30. I'm still playing 30, with my action figures. So I'm a 10-year-old kid in a 34-year-old body. But he, but someone came around my house one day, and I said, do you want to play with my toys? And he's like, no, mate, of course I don't. We're, 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 we're not kids anymore. Mm. Next day, he tells the entire of the um, PE locker room. Oh, God. That I'm to manage the toys. And they're like, why is that funny? Someone said. I'm like, but it wasn't, a, it wasn't a big deal for some people. Right. Uh, it, for the kids, like, you know, like, for example, um, like Jackson's sort of age, kids loved it. Mason's age loved it. Yeah. Did you get past 11, it was deemed not cool. Problem thing is, though, is it then comes full circle again because then when you get to like twenty twenty one, you're like, I used to watch it as a kid, and you watch it again, and you're like, yeah, I know why I like it. It's it for me. It, I never grew up. I've seen every single episode ever. See, it's it's funny that you say that about um, you know, when you were in high school and you were eleven, and you know, people they thought that you know once you reach a certain age that you shouldn't still be watching Power Rangers. Because I want to say the same thing happened to me. Uh, 
I was in the fourth grade, and it, it was Power Rangers. Power Rangers in space was was what was on when I was in the fourth grade, and I remember like whenever I would like try to talk with people about it, it's like they'd be like, "What you still watch Power Rangers? Like Power Rangers is for kids." Because at that by that time, Dragon Ball Z was really popular. Right. But I mean, still, even in elementary school, you still had those. You you always had those kids that always tried to, you know, take shots at whatever you enjoy. Because p- there was people that thought Dragon Ball Z was for kids. Right. And we're but we're kids though. It's right. Like, yeah, we're still kids. We're still kids. Oh, you watch Dragon Ball Z? Like it's. It, those were the early days. It's of like being, the ten year old who don't want to hang out with the seven year old because yeah. they're they're kids and we're ten. It's yeah. like we all yeah. kids. But yeah, like you said, like over there, like you're in high school at eleven years old. I want to, I want to say, so uh, by the time Power Rangers in Space was on TV, I want to say I was, I no, think I was ten. Change. I think I was ten years old, and like I said, I was in the fourth grade, and I want to say that. Um, Power Rangers in Space. That was the last one that that I actually watched. Like, I know the next one after that was um, Lost Galaxy. Yeah, Lost yep. Galaxy was the next one after Space in Space, and then you ended up having um, dang, what was it? I can't May remember I? what that. Huh? May I? Yeah, yeah. Set this man straight for us, Matt. Give him the right speed rescue. Nah, nah. Lost Galaxy happened after Power Rangers in Space. Yeah, Lightspeed Rescue fell and followed Lost Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, by the, yeah, by the time I was in fifth grade, that's when uh, Lightspeed Rescue was out. Was it? Yeah, yeah. By the time, yeah, by the time I was in fifth grade, yeah, that's when Lightspeed Rescue was out, and I had I had been stopped watching by then. Like I had turned I had turned away from Power Rangers by that Ooh. point. You picked a really bad time to turn away because it got so much better after it got Lost Galaxy. In fairness, it was, it was never going to live up to Lost to In Space. It was never yeah, In Space was it. phenomenal, man. Like it still ranks as the best season ever made. Well, it's like, bro, when you think about it, it's like starting from Mighty Morphin all the way to In Space. In Space was like the the pretty much the Avengers Endgame, like. You know, that's where you saw that you had all of the previous villains and whatnot. And it's like, this was pretty much like the end story for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers saga. And then it's like that. I think that was one of the reasons why I didn't really get into Lost Galaxy was because it was like Lost Galaxy was the start of a new story. And it's like it really the only people from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that were featured in Lost Galaxy was Bulk and Skull. But Skull was only like on the first episode, I, I believe. If I'm Correct. Right. Yeah, because yeah, Skull- Jason because Jason Narvi wanted to go to uh, college, and yeah. got and actually got a fantastic degree, of course. So good for him. Yeah, but I I do remember Bulk stayed up there, and like pretty much it's like like I said again, like I had, I had got out of it by the time Lost Galaxy had started. So <laughs> um, what which series is your favorite? In the Power Ranger series, well, look, look, um, in space, I've got a lot, a lot of love for. Um, obviously, I've got a lot of love for the original Mighty Morphin because, especially Green Ranger Saga, that's a fantastic oh, story. Oh, of course, yeah. yes. With Tommy, yeah, but oh, I've got a real lot of love for um, some of the Disney series as well. Um, SPD and Jungle Fury, especially, a lot of love for them. RPM was actually a very good series, actually, when you look at it. When you look at how difficult that was to make, it was great. 
Mm, the new Saban stuff's not so good, unfortunately. Ho- hopefully, Beast Morph is going to be much better once they actually finish it. Yeah, for me, my least favorite will probably have to be Power Rangers Turbo. Like, I did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it when I was younger, but looking back on it um, as an adult, like, it, I really wasn't a fan of it, for real. I, main, mainly the first half of Power Rangers Turbo. I think it got better once they finally introduced the new characters like TJ, Cassie, Ashley, and um, Carlos. Once they introduced them, I thought it got a lot better, but it's like, I just didn't like it because I felt like, like the, the main particular reason was Justin. Um, I know that they put him in the series to try and appeal to kids because you had a kid that become a power ranger. And it's like, I mean, even back when I was younger, I just thought that that was dumb. Like my brother, he, he like, he, his favorite ranger has always been the blue ranger. Like no matter what, what series it is, it was always the blue ranger. Mine was always the red ranger. But I mean, like just being young, like I just thought, I just thought the whole idea was dumb that it was a kid that pretty much took Rocky's spot and he became the Blue Ranger. And like even going back to Rocky, like I always felt like Rocky was the what's that? What's the, Rocky was the Yamcha of Power Rangers, in my honest opinion. Um, it's like when they intru- why are you hating on Rocky? For? Because I was never really a fan of him. Like this guy. It's like when they introduced Rocky, Adam, and Aisha. Like it's like I got I got used to Adam Adam Johnny Young Bosch like he's the man Aisha she was all right but then Rocky it's like we went from Jason to Rocky that's you know the what problem. I'm saying that's the problem right there Rocky had to follow Jason. Yeah, exactly. But that's so that not was his hard. Fault, though. No, oh, not of his course fault. it's not. Of course it's not the actor's fault. But nah, it's Rocky. I mean, even as a character, as a character, yeah, it is. Like, no, that's hard to do. That's what she said. That's like anybody trying to follow up Tommy. It's almost impossible. Was there anybody that was a? Well, no, no, that's not true because TJ followed after Tommy, and TJ was really good. Maybe he, to you, but you know why he was really good? Because he was the but first. Rocky was still good. You know why TJ was good? Because he was the first black Red Ranger, and he was the leader of the group. And he already knew that he had hard shoes to fill when he had to follow after Tommy. And I love TJ. It's a lot of fans that love TJ, and they I've was pissed off of, when they I, made him the Blue Ranger in space. I've got a lot of love for TJ. A lot of for TJ, but what does TJ stand for? Tommy? <laughs> no. Uh, to be yeah. honest with you, to be honest with you, Matt, I just thought his name was TJ, <laughs> just like just like AC Slater. Like right, right, no, yeah. nobody knew. <laughs> like I, I I know that they said AC Slater's name on the sh- on the show. So. They have, but I I've can't. Seen, I've I've seen always say by the bell. They said I've his name. Never heard him say his real name. But, well, well, I'm pretty sure Mr. Belden called him by his real name. But what does TJ stand for? Well, technically speaking, it's actually TJJ. J. His name huh? is Theodore J. Jarvis Johnson. Holy oh, crap. No. <laughs> TJJJ. TJJ. <laughs> I would have gone by TJ as well, to be fair. Now, I just want to comment a little bit on, you know, like the the best series and then like some of the the poor series how you were saying okay go for it how they have even though they changed the power rangers like you went from mighty morphin to zeo to turbo to in space it's still like one big story it is 
some of the so I think that stuff's cool. I think where Power Rangers really started to lose, they totally lost me. Even like going back and like I'll catch an episode mm-hmm. of that particular series, and I'm like, how far they have fallen from the you know originals. when I would see like Time Force was just terrible to me. The concept was just bad. Dino Thunder was another one hold that was on, just Ron hold Hill. on. This is just my personal okay, opinion. Right, go ahead, go ahead. Dino Thunder was just poor to me. And let me tell you, the worst Power Rangers series of all time is Mystic Force, in my opinion. Did you watch that? I've seen quite a number of Mystic Force episodes. So you thought it was trash? I thought the premise of it would have been cool as far as how they built the story. And it's like, I don't even know those words you would use, like witchcraft kind of stuff where there's magic and things like that. Just poorly executed, but I have seen Megaforce, and I really felt like, okay, I can get behind this. Like, Megaforce was really good, and even the new Ninja Steel is really well done, in my opinion. And, you know, they made the, and we'll get to that later, like the newer movie that they made and the video game coming out that's super hot. But there's really been a resurgence in Power Rangers, and I believe it started with Megaforce. Uh, I wouldn't uh, say that it start. I wouldn't say Megaforce. I would say that it it started with um Power Ranger Samurai because that's when they weren't with Disney anymore. They had went back to Bandai and they brought Saban. back. Well, what was that, Matt? Saban. Saban. Sorry. Saban, yeah. So, but then they but they ended up becoming Saban Bandai, right? Yeah, right. It's about it's Saban brands. Especially called the new Saban era. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, it's like once they went with Power Rangers, when Power Rangers Samurai came out, then they had brought back Bulk, and they brought back the classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, theme song, and um, I think that's that's what you know started the whole resurgence again. And plus, they were on Nickelodeon, and at the time on Nickelodeon, you had the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Right, it was a good lineup too. Yeah, those other Power Rangers were they on Disney XD? They were on Disney. Like I will, and Matt, I'm pretty sure he could tell you. A lot of fans weren't fans of a lot of the Disney Power Rangers uh series. Well, yeah, there's a lot of real bad. Mm, there's a lot of... What people like is what people like. I mean, the fact that um, your boy there was actually saying how he hated Mystic Force and he hated Dino Thunder and he loved Mega Force, I came this close to hanging the call up. I saw his. Uh, I, I have, he put his, he put his head in his hands when I said <laughs> it. I seen him. I have never heard any Power Ranger fan say Mega Force was a better series than Mystic Force. Let me put it this way: um, if you are to go by what a lot of people would say online, um, a lot of people for a long time held Operation Overdrive as the worst series in Power Rangers history. And rightly so. It was absolute garbage. Megaforce and Super Megaforce, because you combine those two, because they're basically the same series, the same yeah. cast and all that. It's average at best, but because of how it was the 20th anniversary, it has to go as the as absolutely diabolical and is the worst mm. combined series in history. And I will fight that hill until I die. Now, Mega, I thought Megaforce was the one where they brought back some of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, right? But, but, yeah, that was the... It was like the, 
20, like you just said, the 20th anniversary, right? Yeah, but I, like, I actually watched that. Like, I didn't watch Megaforce as a whole, but I watched that episode because they were bringing back all of the Power Rangers. Now, my, now Matt, you're trying to tell me that wasn't cool? No. That, have you seen Have you seen I it? I watched it. I, bro, I saw that fight. I thought it was trash. What about you, Matt? Right. First things first. Okay. They brought back one Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, and that was Tommy. And Tommy, right. turned, and Tommy was always going to turn up. Two, there's a lot of deep-seated reasons as to the reasons why so many people were against Samurai Nin- um, and um, Megaforce, those four seasons, mainly because of Jonathan Zacker, the producer at the time. He believed that the um, that they didn't they he wanted like Samurai to basically just be a translation of Shinkenja, which was the Japanese Sentai was translated from. Yeah. Problem with that is, is that we take it and just run it through a translator. That is not good, obviously, because it doesn't translate. I get I get what you're saying. So pretty much what you're saying is that. Uh, and then, they, and then you've got the issue of at first. He didn't want. He didn't want them to do the anniversary. For real? For real? What he, allegedly, according to an interview that was done um, by, by on Den of Geek, um, apparently um, the writers wanted to do an all no blowout thing like they like with um, in space. They wanted a massive brawl at the end, and it was and it looked great. If you yeah. look at the original footage from. Um, Gokaija, which is their 35th anniversary in, in Super Sentai, which it perfectly works when you go into the anniversary for 20th. It worked perfectly. Problem problem number one. Each um Gokaija had uh, 50 episodes in which to tell 30 to in order to explain 34 previous teams. Lots yeah. more to work with, obviously. Now, there's 40 episodes between Megaforce and Super Megaforce. We didn't start doing the anniversary stuff until the second spell of 20 episodes. Why? It actually made no sense. Everything that happened in the first season has nothing to do, pretty much, apart from one episode, with the second season. They could literally stand alone completely. The second season, you've got 18 former teams, right? If you're going to include the Alien Rangers and you include this and the other, 18 former teams, right? Right. 18 former teams to feature... Across 20 episodes. Piece of cake, you'd think, yeah? Piece of cake to do that in 20 episodes, yeah? One team an episode, enough time just to tell a bit of a story, maybe have, maybe have a cameo appearance, like we did exactly how we did in Gokaija. Nope. You have maybe two or three teams explained. In fact, there are more Sentai-only teams, as in with no explanation from where their powers came from, apart from the fact they are legendary powers. Handed up by Gosei for no other reason than he actually felt like giving them out. And it's a cluster. And then you add in the fact of the legendary battle at the end. You have 10 former Rangers from the past 20 years. 10 former Rangers. Two of them were in the last season. And they are in it a grand total of five minutes. Yeah, that, and like, and, and I saw that. The worst part of it is, is that the fight scene they had, the fight scene they had, it wasn't too bad. It was all right, but the worst part is, is that Robo Knight died six episodes before this happened, and then somehow he just mad at me back to life again. No problem. Makes no sense. And yeah, one one of the things that I that I thought was dumb about the the battle mat was 
because they didn't show all of the Rangers that were there, they showed like all of the Rangers like at the end of the episode, like from like all the seasons and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, how can you have the red Turbo Ranger there and the blue Space Ranger there? And you know that neither one of those guys could be Tommy because Tommy is the green. He's he's as the Green Ranger. Hmm. So it's like TJ can't be the Turbo Ranger and the Space Ranger. Fans yep. have explained that away, but if you actually, obviously you, you phased out a bit during Turbo, um, Travis, I get that. But, um, in, <laughs> no, 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 so in fairness, you wouldn't have seen this episode probably. There's an episode in Turbo called the Robot Rangers where there is a set of Turbo Rangers which are androids and they could have been the ones on the mountain at that point, which makes sense for that. That can be explained away. How you explain away five Tommies? Because yeah, you only see one in the actual like like, like over there, Zio and Samurai and all of them sort of things. In the actual fight fridge where they're charging towards them, you can actually see them all. You can actually pick them out. People have done it. Put red rings on, like one there, one there, one there, one there. Unless they've been taken out of time and space, it's never explained. And then the worst part is, is at the end of the episode, Troy Sticks his sword in the ground, walks off with a team. That's it. No roundup, no epilogue. The cities are in ruins around the world <laughs> and nothing is rounded up. But isn't that an ongoing issue with a lot of shows that are, you know, that have the kind of run that Power Rangers? I mean, even when we talked Supernatural before, I mean, there's so many loose ends and things that they, they don't, don't make answer, any sense. that don't make any sense. Like, when like, you have a revolving door of directors and writers, and I feel like that's bound to happen. I, I do There's get no stability. That. I do get that. But the problem is, is that every single scene of the Power Rangers, even Samurai, as terrible as Samurai was, even Overdrive, which made no... Okay, let me use the phrase that Blade Dog gave me. It makes no mass-attacking sense to <laughs> actually turn around and, and have... No epilogue at the end. Every single season, every single one has had an epilogue at the end of a final episode to just like, like say, this is what's happened. Okay. Everything is at peace. Now, everything. Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed. Lightspeed Rescue had Joel going off on his first date with Miss Fairweather. That means nothing to you, Benjamin. You'll catch up eventually, son. Um, <laughs> hold on. Wasn't, hold on. Wasn't that, the, that was the Green Ranger and, uh, and the uh, Doctor, right? Correct. Okay. All right. It's, now, it's, even now, hold on, hold on, Rondale. Hold on, Rondale. I will say that even though I didn't watch the series um, like that, like, you know, I, like how I used to, I did, like, you know, stumble across, like, certain episodes. He was and secretly what, looking up information like, on uh, it. Yeah, like, don't you know how it's like, say you might be watching, well, like, over here for us, we have Fox Kids. And yeah, it's that, like, you yeah, might. That, yeah. Okay, cool. And you might be watching something, and then all of a sudden, You'll catch the Power Rangers will come on, right, the end and you might just have just it on. Leave a, it on. Yeah, you might have it on as background noise or something like that. And so I do remember certain stuff like that. But uh, but continue. I'm sorry, Matt. Continue. I love to thought now, but yeah, um, epilogues are important to wrap the story up. I mean, because it's, it's usually contained within that so series. Even a bad season ended wrapped it up nicely, like saying like. The evil is gone, and here's what's happening next, sort of thing. Yeah. And then, but no, nothing. Just sword on the ground, walk off. But that was Megaforce to a T. 
action scene after action scene after action scene. No character build-up throughout the entire these two series. Nothing at all, character-wise. No build-up of note. Two, no no arcs. No, the closest we got to an arc was Robo Knight, and that lasted all the three episodes after the guy learnt to rap. Yeah. Um, That's crazy, it, man. It, but, I had a um, lot of love for Robo Knight, but it's just... But that's the problem. Like I say, I don't think that was down to um, the to the people involved, as as revealed on the um, on the Den of Geek interview with one of the writers. I think um, um, Bates, I think his name was. He um, said that um, apparently the actors were pleading for something to work with. The actors, even Andrew Gray, who is a massive Dragon Ball Z fan, which is why he has a Super Saiyan moment in. Um, in series uh, two, literally he goes super Saiyan and just punches Robo Knight in the chest. Ridiculous. Can you send me the it, link to that, please? <laughs> or or you can just Netflix. YouTube it yourself. No, I don't this want this guy. Like Google and YouTube don't exist. What, for this what man. is, what's Google? <laughs> okay. It, I use they, they rule the world apart from in gaming. Right. right. It's, um, <laughs> but, but Andrew Gray is so wooden as Troy, but I don't know if it's down to him as an actor or if it's down to the fact that he was so badly written. And it's the same for all of them throughout the entire series. I mean, Gia is one of the best characters. He's the Yellow Ranger. And she is... Sierra Hannah plays her. And she is confident the whole way through. Um, think... Oh, think something of a comparison for from her from a younger series. Um, I tell you what. Um, Jessie from Slave by the Bell is a prime example if you think that's what she's sort of like, mm-hmm. confident, strong, she knows what she wants, clever, friends with everybody, that's who, that's, and, and she had no story arc, but at the same time, she didn't need one. She, she was the only character who actually was brilliant the whole way through. So who is your favorite ranger? Of all time? Yeah. I got a lot of love for Jason because he was the original Red Ranger, the original leader. If you ever want to know how much, how how good he was, the coda in um, Missing Green from season two, where Jason is so doubting himself because Tommy's lost his powers, the Red Ranger get captured and he has to, and Zordon actually has to say to him, "Red Ranger, come stand before me," and actually give him a pep talk. He's all that confident, and then that confidence is just drained away. He just doesn't believe in himself until Zordon and Alpha give him the pep talk he needed. But is he my, is he my favorite of all time? Um, I'm going to say, yeah, he probably is. I mean, Wes from Time Force comes close because he has the arc of going from being a spoiled rich kid to learning he can change his destiny. I love that. I was, I was going to say, like, that's probably my favorite Ranger of all time is Andros because... At the time when Power Rangers in Space came out, it's like, you know, he was a loner and he didn't, he thought he could do everything on his own. And I liked his story arc on like how he became a better person, like once he had a new team. And I just, I just liked his character overall, man. Absolutely. Like, I think like, I thought, I thought Andros was pretty cool. I mean, before him, it, it was definitely Tommy. Like, you know, everybody, everybody's favorite Power Ranger was Tommy Oliver. Of course. But it's like, yeah, when Andros came on the scene, it was him. 
I, I Andros, TJ, and 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 Tommy are are my top three. And Zach, I I disagree about Tommy Oliver. Tommy what Oliver do you mean you disagree? is overhyped. I, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I mean, have you, you, you got to think. You got to think that mm. it's like at the time. Tommy was the most popular thing. He was the most popping thing on Power Rangers at the time because the Green Ranger was cool. Not he, even just that, though. It wasn't just because, like, the Green Ranger's cool. It was him. Like, his fighting style, the martial He was art. like a bad boy. Yeah, he was a badass, bro. Yeah, coming like, in uh, the good guys kind of in a way. And then you also have the fact that He's outsourced, quote unquote. Yeah. He's not part of the original lineup. He wasn't. They so, had to create so he's, him. Yeah, he's like, he's the first thing they ever like brought in, which gave him that allure around him. And bro, when you had parents messaging messaging Saban saying, my kids aren't watching the show anymore unless you bring Tommy back. Like, he was that popular how, that they had oh, to bring him back. at the time, back. I won't dispute that at all. Um, but I'm, I'm going to throw this out there for you a little bit okay when he was in power rangers up until turbo season five okay it was super hot obviously um obviously jason david frank had to leave and that's why he was around until the second half of turbo handed over obviously he came back for his cameo in wild force and that was great and he was meant to then do the next season but that didn't happen for one reason or another and we got ninja storm and then he did come back for Dino Thunder. Now, when they did the Dino Thunder um, promotional tour, um, he actually was quoted that when he went to do it, he was actually told, um, he was like, oh, I'm doing the power, I'm doing this power Rangers thing, power Dino Thunder. Like, that's still going on. And then when he came back to do the promotional tour for um, uh, Samurai, because they were just, he was just going around doing, doing some bits and pieces to help him to promote it. He wasn't actually in Samurai at all. Uh, yeah. He went around doing some promotional work for it, and they were like, "Obviously, oh, absolutely fantastic! It's great because obviously it's Saban and Nick Logan done a massive job promoting it and everything. Because it was now back where it belonged and everything. And this that, and the other. Problem is, is that people hate on Disney a lot for what they did with the season. Now, I can't argue that some of the seasons Overdrive comes to mind straight away uh, as a really poor season, um, but there's some absolute gems in there. Absolutely amazing seasons. I mean, the um, the Callish era. Bruce Callish was the um, producer for uh, SPD through to Jungle Fury. Um, yes. He had this thing called Callish Explosions. They were called, where um, instead of um, instead of it being more fighting, it would be explosions going off behind them for no reason at all. Right. Like that, that had become like their signature on Power Rangers, like explosions going off behind you for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah Callish Explosions. Someone did an actual count of the Callish. <laughs> so someone did a count of the Callish Explosions in Overdrive, and there were, and I, I can't remember the number from my head. I, it's in my head. It's somewhere being like seven hundred odd. And when you and if, in one season. In Overdrive, Operation Overdrive, it is the most dire. Oh, okay, so the whole, the whole Overdrive series. The, oh, yeah, the whole Overdrive series. It's absolutely terrible. When you think that there were only about 38, 40, 35, 30 episodes of that, that's a hell of a lot of explosions. Oh yeah. Not, I mean, if they're being fired at, I'd get them if they'd missed them, sort of thing. 
But when you've got two motorcycles riding at each other, right? And obviously people can't listening can't see what I'm doing here, but I'm showing you on Skype. Okay? You've got a motorcycle coming this way, a motorcycle coming that way, towards each other in midair, camera facing the motorcycle side on, no no laser being fired at each other. The explosion happened behind them. Nothing happening at all. No need for it at all. <laughs> I remember, and maybe it was this series, but they would like, I don't know if they would win, but they would all do like their pose together, and then all of a sudden explosions in the background, like it's WrestleMania. It's probably, and it's, it was probably over. And it's like, why? Now, now the, the first time that the, the um, explosions of uh, the colored smoke appeared behind them, first time it happened was actually in Lost Galaxy, when the In Space Rangers teamed up with them for the two episodes. I don't know if you knew about that one, Benjamin. Did you? No, yeah, yeah. I, now, all yeah. right. Now, this is now this is something too, Matt. It's like even though I didn't watch those episodes, like with thank you, thank thankful to YouTube. Like I've been able to go online and just watch like people's reviews of uh, you know the series and whatnot. And and yeah, I found out that there was a team up episode with Lost Galaxy and in space, and that um, uh, that's how astrometer- the continuity continues through. Every season now, because you have a team up with a previous episode, with a previous season, and that yeah. went from in space, Lost Galaxy, Lost Galaxy to Lightspeed, Lightspeed to Time Force, Time Force to Wild Force, and then it stopped because Disney didn't want to do a team up with Wild Force for some bizarre reason, and then Ninja Storm to Dino Thunder, Dino Thunder to SPD, despite SPD being set 20 years in the future, and then SPD didn't do a Mystic Force. Or Mystic Force of Overdrive didn't do one, but Overdrive did do a team up with the previous three seasons and Mighty Morphin. The thing about that season, about Overdrive's team up, it was called Once a Ranger. The original six Rangers lose their powers and they quit. Well, see, now this is my thing too, uh, as well, man. Now, I stopped watching Power Rangers after In Space, but I did start watching again when Samurai, I'm sorry, not Samurai, uh, Ninja, when Ninja Storm was announced, because, um, you know, I used to watch Disney XD back when I was younger, and, like, I liked some of the shows that they, I liked some of the shows that they had up there, and I remember, like, when I would see commercials for Power Rangers Ninja Storm, they were hyping it up that, you were going to have like some evil rangers up there. Like it was a red and blue, the red and blue thunder rangers. And it was only, this was like the first season where it was only three rangers, the red, blue, and yellow. And I was just like, man, this looks pretty interesting. I'm going to check it out. So I watched power rangers, uh, ninja storm. I, I like that. And then when they started showing commercials for dino thunder and that Tommy was coming back, I was just like, Oh, well, of course I'm going to watch that. But I think after dino thunder, I think it was SPD. And I stopped watching after that. Cause I was just like, yeah, I'm not watching anymore. SPD. I can understand why you'd be a bit reluctant about it. SPD. If you, cause the season, it follows a loose arc through the first yeah. part, a loose arc. And then it becomes more serialized as you get towards the end. And it's fantastic. It's actually really well done. Um, dino thunder. It can be summed up best with episode five. Um, where I think it's called Back in Black. I think it's what it's called. Um, um, the the best it's one of the best put downs I've ever heard in Power Rangers. But anyone's a kids show. Elsa just says to um, Elsa the baddie. She just says, "Hmm, aren't you a little old for this, Tommy? I may be old, but I can still pull it off." 
and oh, as soon as and then as soon as the music hits, and you hear his voice say, "Dino Thunder, power up!" Bah! Yeah, he became the black. And it, yeah, and it is, and it's trademark. Obviously, yeah, yeah. It, it's like everybody knows that about Tommy. That he, 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 ah, a correction. Actually, Disney didn't know. <laughs> yeah. so what Disney apparently gave Tommy notes saying, "Stop swearing." Because when he was doing his high R's and see Oya and all that sort of stuff, they generally thought he was swearing. <laughs> How? Yeah, it's like... never, <laughs> the thing is, the Disney execs had no interest in Power Rangers at all. In fact, when they acquired the rights after halfway through Wild Force, well, first of all, Wild Force was the bar. The second half of Wild Force was Disney. Um, they actually weren't going to continue the show. They were just going to they were just going to rerun and make the toys from um, Samurai from the um, Super Sentai. Even sorry, um, until someone suggested move to New Zealand, we can make it for a further price, and we can keep making the series. So they did that. Um, Disney had had no concept of what they had, and for all the rubbish Disney had made with Overdrive, that's the only series which actually was terrible. To be fair, most of it actually had a lot of good in the seasons. Um, some of the um, some of the theme songs are absolutely amazing. I mean, you watch Ninja Storm. I mean, I get a little tingly. You hear the music in the background. You hear "Deep in the Mountains," a secret Ninja Academy trains our future protectors. I'm like, I want to watch this. I mean, I was in 2002. I would have been oh crikey, I'd have been 16. No, by the time Ninja Storm started. I was 18 when Ninja Storm started, yeah. And I was still watching. Now, uh, and Banks will contest to this. I'm a pretty harsh critic. You are. You know, you're right, going back to earlier. Now, for me, how much, and maybe you do think that these costumes are cool, you know, whatever their gear is. How much does that weigh on you when you see the reveal of their new suits to how it affects the series to you? Can you look past it? Because somebody like me, when I see some of these, like the samurai ones, are really bad to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I was not a fan of the Mystic Force series. Uh, the Mystic series, Force, but, then they um, look like knights. Like that no, was... I mean they look like you know witches who live in the woods. They had oh, okay. like the the cape type thing okay. and no things like that. So it really is a big deal to me when the the suit itself is. Poorly designed, mm-hmm. in well, my opinion. Well, partially, of course. It's also partially the problem there. It's also partially um, um, dictated by the Sentai, of course. It's adapted from. Um, but as we proved with Mighty Morphin, they used three different Sentai for Mighty Morphin, of course. They used um, Zhu Ranger, they used Die Ranger, and they used Kaka Ranger. All three had different suits, and only used the Mighty Morphin suit for all three seasons. So it's possible to do that, but it costs a lot more money. But that was the thing to me for Megaforce was, dude, them suits are sick. Which ones? Like the Megaforce suits. What about the I know you're kind of, you know, talking down on the se- that, that particular series itself. Well, that's but the it. suits. No, I have to agree with you on the suits for Megaforce because it was a twin. I like them more thing. than the Mighty Morphin suits. They're sick, bro. Oh, uh, absolutely. The, the, um, the Megaforce suits. The weird thing is, it's the 20th anniversary, and the suit had, uh, bear in mind, it came from Ghost Age, which right. was a series about angels. So they're quite grand, and have a look, they've got gold, and they've got piping on them, and they look absolutely amazing. 
The weird thing is, is that Ghost Rager was a very good season. How it turned out to be so decidedly average is just go to show how bad the writing was on America's side of things. Yeah. However, as you say, the suits were a thing of beauty. So I was going to ask you who your favorite villain is in the Power Ranger series, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel like your answer is going to be Disney. But other than Disney, <laughs> other than Disney, who's your favorite villain in the series? I hadn't even given that thought. Um, there's some very, very, very good villains. Um, Astronomer was fantastic, but you can argue that she's not a villain because she was just brainwashed. Um, Trakina, very strong villain she is as well. A um, lot of love for Goldar because, you know, the henchman, a lot of love for him because, you know, he went through his arc, he lost his memory in Zio and was pondering around with Rito. Um, Rito, the hell, for what I care. Um, mm. I despise Elgar. That's the Zordon's tube, you idiot. Uh, Rita, how can you look past Rita? She's amazing. But it's Lord Zed, let's face it. Everyone yeah. stole Lord my Zed. answer. Lord I mean, Lord. And it's really, man, how they designed him to look. Yeah. Just so, it still holds up 20 years later. Bro, when he came on the scene. And you just like, yo, who is this? And then he just took over everything. Yeah, all the hard just, work, all the hard work Rita put in. Laura's Ed just came in there, kicked her to the curb. I'm taking over now. It's like this dude was so badass that the Power Rangers had to power up in order to finally, you know, be able to face him. But like that's how sweet he was. Like, I was gonna say Astromina, because I did like her, but you know, Laura's Ed all day. Like, I think he was the best villain in the entire series. So Absolutely. did um so so what he, so which uh, oh go ahead he only got better when Rita came back obviously later during the season soon I mean Zed had one big thing he got rid of the Green Ranger obviously but that was the only victory he really had um because when but we Rita came back they were Zed was better with Rita than without her you can say what you like about her being softer but he destroyed the original um coins and powers the new coins and powers um destroyed um, all the Zords you can think of, basically defeated the Power Rangers, and mm-hmm. if it hadn't been for um, it hadn't been for um, letting the Rangers find the Zero Crystal, they had won. So nah. he was the, they, were, they were the best villains, because they actually got the most victories over the Rangers ever. Yeah. Now, I just want to interject real quick before you move on to the next thing, and I know I was saying the series itself wasn't that good, but the villain from Mystic Force, um, the Night Wolf, Korag, Korag, the Korag, Night Wolf, yeah. he's sick. And really, it's the, his design is a good honorable mention. His design oh, is so, very good I like villain. it, it's slick, it's sweet, he looks cool. I just want to throw that one out there. And there's a cool bit in the, um, I think it's either the finale or the episode before the finale, where Korag... Um, Obviously, is the evil of all. Liambo is who he is when he's actually turned back to the side of good. Liambo actually had to face Korag one on one when the master turns the Red Ranger into Korag. And it's an amazing fight. So, what's your favorite episode from the entire series? Oh, God, don't do it to me. If you, uh, had, to choo- if you had to choose one. Okay, I've got one, but we're going to use some honorable mentions as well, okay? Honorable mentions go to um, Super Ninja Steel's um, team-up episode. 
because I got a lot of love for that episode. It moves the story forward whilst keeping, whilst honouring the past. It's quite nice, that one. Um, Time Forces um, finale is amazing as well. Countdown to Destruction, the end of, of Harrington Space. Doomsday Part 2 is my answer, though. Doomsday Part 2 from Season 1, when the Rangers have to fight Cyclopsis and Lokar, who we never actually find out what happens to him. Lokar is one of the villains who got away and is never killed by the Z-Wave. So we never actually know what happens to him. It would be not, nice to know one day what happened to him, but that episode is so amazing because the Rangers have... What are the, what are the first rules of the Rangers that are given to him by Zordon. Never use your power for personal gain, never reveal yourself, and never escalate a battle until Rita forces you to, yeah? Yeah. Well, Rita, in this one, obviously, she comes to Earth, her power is increased tenfold, and they have to escalate the battle before a monster makes them in order to beat the monster. The only time they repeatedly escalate the battle, repeatedly changing modes, changing modes, changing modes, all resorts, it's amazing. The best part is, is that this is after Tommy's lost his powers and given the power to Jason, obviously. And at the end, while they're, when, they're, when they're being thanked by the crowd, you've got the kids saying, like, Red Ranger's the best, Blue Ranger's the most powerful, Pink and Red are the best. And then, out of nowhere, Tommy walks up with a little, little secret. They're all totally awesome. He wasn't announced for it or anything. He wasn't even mentioned on the opening credits. It's a brilliant little cameo. And... Yeah, that for me, that was the perfect Power Rangers episode. Because Doomsday, part two, was supposed to be the end of a season, end of a series. But obviously it was so successful, they kept going. And that's when they brought Tommy back in again. They actually went to Japan and actually had them film special extra footage called Zhu 2 in the end it was called. Which is why you have Tommy and Kimberly on screen in their Ranger outfits actually doing more stuff together. Billy's yeah. character is actually doing science stuff. Because in Japan, originally, both things weren't happening. This yeah, because the Green Ranger died in Japan. Correct. And the Blue yeah. Ranger wasn't a science guy. That There wasn't a science guy, technically speaking, for Zhu um, Ranger, because they were all mythical people from like the dawn of time. If you go yeah. by, the, by the Sentai, the Blue Ranger didn't create scientific devices, which is why when you see them in the mutiny, using the electric device to regain the dragons or the T-Rex. The Blue Rangers created that, but that's that's Zhu 2 footage. That's footage that was made specifically for Power Rangers by Japan. That's how much money the toys made Bandai. Yeah, I probably had to say that my favorite episode from the entire series was the Forever Red episode. Now, I didn't watch Power Rangers Wild Force, but I remember when I saw commercials for Forever Red and when they were saying that all of the Red Rangers up until that point were going to return and you were going to have Jason and Tommy. Like, it's like, I I wasn't going to miss that episode. And like, it was a really good episode. We even got some cameo uh, features from some of uh, the villains from Beetleborg, which is pretty cool. So that was my favorite episode. Trav, do you have one? Uh, And I'm just going to count out Mighty Morphin in general. Okay. But, well, just because it's easy just to go to. You know what I, I mean? Thought, like I it's easy. F- it's easy for people my age. That's the casual Power Ranger fan. It's easy to just continuously go back to Mighty Morphin. So outside of that, and Power Rangers Turbo, and I think Matt could probably break it down even more for me. But when they got their Zord stolen, oh. and they had another one, and they fought the original Zord, 
Yeah. That they had and they had a Zord fight for a guy like me that's in the mechs in Gundam and stuff, and that's a big draw for Power Rangers. That was, was when you very, got to see that Zord good. fight, it was sweet. That was a that was a very good episode, actually. And that's the weird thing, you see, Turbo was a semi was a, was quite a serious season actually. It was quite dark, I'd say, in places. If you right. cut if you cut out the fact that it was baked into a giant pizza at some point. Thank you, TJ, for reminding us that in further red. Um but that was a great episode because it was very, it was very, very dark in places. And as I say, even talk about Turbo, the ending of, of Turbo, one of the best ever, because you see the command, the command said they're completely destroyed and the symbolic thing of Zordon's tube being smashed. Right. That's the cool thing about Turbo. Even though the dialogue is still mm. kiddish in a way to where it can relate to kids, yeah. the content is dark. And that's why, I, and I want to get your feelings on the new Power Ranger movie that came out. I loved the direction as far as how dark it was and all that stuff. I mean, my bone to pick is they probably should have cut, you know, 30 minutes out of the movie because there's too much of them not Rangers yet till when they finally become Rangers, in my opinion. It felt rushed. No, it felt dragged out to when they actually become rangers. Like, you don't even get to see them really as rangers in the movie. It's like the ending, almost, where the whole movie is the build-up to them becoming rangers. But I like the the darkness of the Power Rangers stuff. I like when it they go that dark route. Right. Yeah. What did you it, think it, of the movie? I, I, I loved it. I've watched it three or four times. Um, the, um, I remember watching it the first time. Um, I've never seen a lot of people before I get into it. Uh, a lot of people say, I'm not going to watch it if Alfred and ay 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 I'm like, it's not the same series, guys. Come on. And then there was a bit, but of course, there is a part in it where he does go, ay 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 ay. And I'm like, that's satisfied. That's satisfied, everybody. Oh, I agree. I like the way that Zordon looked. Absolutely. He did a great job. Um, for me, though, it was the part of when they went to get the Zords um, after they'd actually morphed for the first time properly um you wait, when you when they actually head into Aina grove for about 20 seconds you actually hear the original movie's version of the go-go power ranger song yeah and yeah i, I heard that. that and i was like i marked i marked out so hard I was now like, yes have you heard the megadeth version of the power ranger song i think i have it's it if youtube that one and refresh that memory because that's one for me I love that Megadeth version of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers song. And we were talking earlier um, about Mortal Kombat and it having an iconic song that everybody knows. That Mighty Morphin Power Rangers song is another one that's iconic. That, like, everybody knows that song. Absolutely. Do you know who wrote the original song? Not a clue. Ron Wasserman. He is an absolute legend. He wrote all of the original fight songs. So you've got combat, you've got I will win, you've got um, New Rangers to the Rescue, some absolutely classic songs on that. Some of them you can get on iTunes, some of them you can't. can't, Some of them are lost to the ether forever now, which is a real sucky thing, unfortunately. Yeah, that definitely wants to make me hit the Apple Music and get some of that stuff. So what do you think about them doing a sequel? um, I hope it happens. But do you think it will though? And 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 before and before you answer that too, Matt, how do you feel about the rumors where they said that they were going to do a gender swap, Tommy? Well, 
they don't need to do a female Green Ranger because Rita was just a Green Ranger, wasn't she? So that doesn't, right. that doesn't need to be done. Secondly, um, I know that with Hasbro now having the rights to everything, Hasbro has said we're doing more Power Ranger movies and they're going to be in the same franchise. They're going to be in the same universe. Nice. And it's nice that they've got um, there were nice little bits, little bits of shout out to the series. I mean, did I mean for example, you may not have noticed this one, but when they're um, um, when Jason's dad is listening to the radio call about where people are, they say on the um, on the corner of um, Reefside and Mariner Bay, and that's two of the cities from Dino Thunder and mm-hmm. uh, Lost Galaxy. I'm not going to Mighty Rescue. Nice, nice little in reference jokes. It's quite nice stuff, and it just it's it's just nice stuff, you know. It just gives you throwbacks whilst keeping it modern and different at the same time. I loved it. I actually gave it a shout out as one of the most underrated films I've seen for years because people yeah. say, "Oh, it's Power Rangers. It's Power Rangers. It's gonna be kiddie. It's gonna be kiddish." And it wasn't. It was. It no, was really it was good. good. It was long. Like I said, it was over two hour movie. They yeah. really put a lot into it. I really. I want to see the continuation of these of these Rangers. And personally. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure in the sequel, like there's going to be way more action in it. Um, if wh- it, I I'm I'm holding my reserves. I don't I don't believe they do a sequel. I believe if anything, they'll reboot the series again. Personally, that's what I believe. But the, but the, not that I want them to. I do want we'll to see. see them continue this story. I want to see them continue the story too. I just don't think too. it's going to happen now at this point. It's been two years. That's it's fine. It's been two years. There haven't even been talks of we're writing, we're doing this. Yeah, hey, it's but not that's happening. Fine, though, man. But it's not happening. It bearing in mind, bearing in mind that they in that time Saban was selling up to Hasbro, so there may have been a lot of things that were stopping it, of course. And of course, apparently Lionsgate, who did um, the last film, of course, right? They, they won't be doing this film. Um, so it's, it's, it's all a thing about rights and all this sort of stuff. It's all gets very messy. I mean, have you, for example, for example of that, have you caught any of Beast Morphers yet? Which is about four episodes in now. Yeah. No, I, I know that one time, uh, I had came over here to Trav's place and we, we were watching like a little clip of it and it kind of seemed cheesy. Yeah, it was very it's cheesy. Like, I remember I was just like, man, like, I can't believe that. I used to be a fan of Power Rangers. Like this, this ain't my Power Rangers. I will like to point out one: Beast Morphers, very different for start. Hasbro making this, and it's not been made by Saban. Secondly, Power Rangers are meant to be cheesy. Okay, first and foremost. Third, it's meant to be for kids. Okay, I'm aware that we are all just overgrown kids. I get you. I will give you that. But so far, I'm. I've caught the first three episodes. The fourth one's airing today. I haven't watched it yet, obviously, but um, it's I actually quite like it. They've actually taken a. It's just like RPM in a way. RPM was very goofy, very cartoonish, and they managed to turn that into a post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah, the same thing pretty much with um, Goldbusters, which has been adapted into Beast Morphers out of sequence. I'd like to point out, it's five years after this one actually aired in Japan. And it's a similar sort of thing. I mean, you've got a sentient robot, which a rabbit, which uses ears as the joysticks for your swords. It's very, very childish at times in how well, it appears. And- but I do know that Go Busters was very dark in places. So I'm hoping this will actually get a bit darker in places as well. In wrapping this up, so 
Power Rangers have bought and sold, bought and sold, bought and sold. Hasbro, my personal opinion on them as a company, I'll keep to myself and not air it out here on the on the podcast. Good idea. Good, faith. Good idea. But, Positive one. But them as them as a company, do you think where do you think Power Rangers is going to go? Well, uphill or or downhill? Well, some would say after Ninja Steel. Some would say after Ninja Steel because the barn obviously had it back from Samurai to Ninja Steel. They had eight years when it was back to the barn again. Um, Samurai was terrible. Uh, Mega Force was worse. Um, Dino Shard was excellent, which is really weird. We couldn't go much worse after that, to be fair. Uh, Ninja Steel was okay at times. Beast Morphers, for me, have been fairly good so far, but again, it has only been four episodes. Um, I think there's a lot of good stuff they can do with it. It's all it's all through the writing. If the writing is good, it's got every chance of succeeding. I'm liking the fact that we have two black people on the same team for a change. Um, you know, it's all you know. It's always a good time when you have more than one black person. <laughs> I do I, because that's revolutionary, of course. Because right. you, you always get one, and some would argue that's the token black person on there, but that's you know neither here nor there. It's nice to see. It doesn't matter what color you are, because after all, let's not forget, Ninja Steel had no African Americans on their team at all, and that's exactly why I didn't watch it. But that's because, uh, from what I from what I hear, um, the um, the person who was meant to play Calvin, the Yellow Ranger, um, I don't know the reason officially, but rumor has it that he was incarcerated, which is why he was replaced with um, the person in question. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, there's, there's so you're right- remaining positive, is what you're saying right now. I try to stay positive because you look back through history at some of the, at some of the mistakes Disney made, and Neil Saban didn't make them as much. I mean, sometimes you look at some of the series and think like you, you have like in space up here, right? In space is the like the benchmark that every season needs to aspire to, yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, as far as review-wise, that would be the case. And then you've got Overdrive down here, okay? We use those two as the benchmarks, right? If you're somewhere in the middle, most fans will be happy with that, okay? Um, You had, like, down here, you've got, like, Mega Force and and Samurai. Up here, you've got, like, um, Dino Charge and everything. Everyone loves the dinosaur thing. Japan have gone back to dinosaur for the fourth time this year. I know. Yeah. Don't get me started. Now, well, Matt, not, I have no problem with that if they do it well. But we'll have to wait and see. I'm pretty sure we're going to have more chat about it another time, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, bro, we just want to say thank you for joining us on today's episode. And we could, I, I feel like we could keep going on because it's I like, really feel like you're, we're just you're dropping mad knowledge on us about Power Rangers. Because I mean, like for me and Trav, it's like we've been in and out of the series over the years since it's since it's been out, and um, you know, there's just for, a lot more to talk. There's about a lot more that. to talk about. But yeah, before we let you go, man, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. Right. You can find me at the Matt Attack UK on Twitter. You can also find me over on the Visionaries Wrestling Network, where we, where I have currently got five different podcasts running. Only four of them I appear on. The fifth one I produce. Two of my gaming podcasts. In fact, your good self, Benjamin, is actually going to join us for a review of the Walking Dead final episode. The final oh, episode, yeah. and the that final comes out when next that will, Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yeah. So when this. 
The episode will be dropping on the 6th of April, WrestleMania weekend, no less. There you go. So that's gonna be, I can't wait. I can't wait to do it, bro, because it's been a hell of a ride, man. It's been a hell of a ride. Alex is Alex keeps like, keep bugging me saying, is Benjamin definitely doing it? Is Benjamin definitely doing it? Like, yes, dude. Our brother <laughs> yes, is going to be on. It. The brother is going to be on. It's going to be fantastic. He may be late, but he's doing it. Ah. He's going to be on. Don't worry about that. We'll think of our time for that. Don't worry about that. You've also got right. um, the other shows I do. Obviously, I do my Matt Attack prediction shows for me, net, me wrestling predictions. Uh, I do uh, the Good Cop, Bad Cop wrestling podcast with your good friend, Graham Bagshaw, of course. We always um, we love him hearing about your exploits in VCW all the time as well, Benjamin. It's a fantastic to when you've had interactions with Mason and Graham over on MGB on the same network, of course. So, yeah. You, you're very welcome on the network anytime you want to pop across. Bring your boy with you anytime you want as well. Um, for sure. I'm definitely going to bring Trav with me, for ab- sure. Absolutely. You never know. Maybe I'll get down at some point to uh, do a live running, maybe, and maybe cost you a match. <laughs> I'll, I'll turn heel. <laughs> but, well, but, all right, bro. Well, again, it was, yeah, it was cool having you up here, man. You have a good one, man. No problem. Pinky's up, and I'm out of here. Pinky's yes, sir. up. Thank you. Peace. Woo. Bro. Yeah. Your boy, Mad Attack. Like, I feel like we were in a Power Rangers class, and he just dropped mad knowledge on bro, us, bro. we had to cut him off. Yeah, because he was going on, going and, on, on, and, on, and, on. and on about, like, stuff. Like, bro, when he started talking about the Sentai stuff, it's like the man knew his stuff. Like, I'll say that if there was ever, and it, there might be, if there was a Power Rangers slash Sentai trivia show, dude will win oh yeah dude but i will tell you this if there is one and this team base we're going up there with them so that way we already know that we're gonna win it's just like uh remember in i think not class act uh what movie was it uh house party remember the first house party movie of course no i'm sorry it wasn't house party it was class act remember at the end of the movie where they had to go to the trivia show i never saw class Act. what Anyway, I just killed your vibe. But anyway, kid, (laughs) kid won the thing for all. No, Trey, Trey won it. Anyway, going back from house party. Yeah, but he was kid and uh, I I can't remember what his name was in in class act. You you mixing movies? Nah, man, you confuse me. But anyway, your boy knows his stuff. And if you want to go one on one and Power Rangers trivia with him, you can look him up on Twitter at Mad Attack on this podcast as a whole. Yes. Have you ever ran into a guest who knew something about the subject we were talking about as much as Matt knew about Power Rangers? Uh, no. Nah. No. Nah. There was literally, I mean, he knew producers' names, writers' names, the episode. Like, we, yeah, like, I we, mean, like we could talk about the episodes. But he knew the episode and knew what what footage they used for. He knew what the fans thought of, you yeah, know, the season. That's I mean, cool. He's that's in cool, it, bro. bro. Like it's it's like I think Matt has told me this before, but he said that like just how I'm very knowledgeable about the Dragon Ball series, right? Yeah, that's how it, that's how he is when it comes. He to He might Power be Rangers. more knowledgeable about Power Rangers than you are about Dragon Ball, bro. Like you're not naming writers. No, yeah, and of st- course, I mean I, this dude. Nah, he knew. He knows his stuff. This bro. dude knew like when they got a new producer yeah, and who produced yeah, what. Yeah. And st- I mean, 
insane stuff, bro. bro. We need to have more guests on the show like him. You can't who can, find who can teach like us that. who can teach us but you about can't stuff find because remember like remember when we was going into this, we were like, you know, we only watch Power Rangers up to a certain point, so it's like. We felt kind of iffy. Well, on, most like, of it was just the Mighty Morphin era. Yeah, but it's like we kind of felt felt iffy going into this because it's like we didn't know as much. But Matt, he answered everything for us. He filled us in with everything. So again, thank you for joining us, Matt. Man, it was cool having you up here. And to wrap things up, hold on. Oh, hold on. You got something else you want to say? Well, I figure we can go ahead and plug his. I don't think he got the chance to plug his he podcast did. per se. He did. He has like he has like six or seven podcasts, bro. Let, let's yeah. remind him. Let's remind the viewers where they can find him at. They can find Matt. Do at. you want? Do you want to say all of them? Well, what's the one you've been on? Because you know he does wrestling. He does wrestling. He does gaming. It's Mad Attack on Twitter. That's that's his main one. It's Mad Attack. That's his main podcast. But he has like several podcasts. And right. He did say all. Oh, of I knew them. that. He he did say all of them at the end of the episode. I mean, not the, at the end of the episode, but before before we took him off the air. Yeah, before <laughs> before we had to stop him and be like, all right, dude, we'll, we'll hit you, you back for a part time, two. It's time to send you to the shadow room. Yeah, but you know, props to Matt for coming on. That was super cool. Our first international guest. It's it's sorry. It's the Matt Attack UK. The Matt Attack UK. Not Matt Attack. I call him Matt Attack. I call him Matt. But yeah, it's the Matt Attack UK. And his other one is Matt Alex Game Pod. And then he has several other that I'm not going to go into a name because he already named them. But I'm just going to name those two because I'm going to be on the Matt and Alex Game Pod where we're going to be talking about the walking dead series so i can't wait to do that but again travis tell everybody in social media land where they can find you at still to this day kz audio kz audio zk audio okay on instagram and they can find you on facebook don't find me on facebook you don't want them to find you find me on if you find me on roshi's island okay if you if you send a request to the roshi's island facebook you want adam you know what's it called i'll add you but if you add them then they're gonna see okay travis added me so then they'll find you on facebook that's right but that's how you find me come into the roshi's island come hang out with us be us around talk we're always bringing up because it ain't just dragon ball z tell everybody what else do we talk about oh god i mean right now it's super hot with the comics when you know summer may's almost here so i mean they're about to start rolling out all the Marvel stuff and you mean April's almost here. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, April's you almost the here. Month, man. I skipped the month, bro. You man. know, I'm Avengers sorry. comes out next month. You didn't already skipped it. I know it's crazy. Just like the Spider Man trailers, we already know what's gonna happen. Oh man, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> and it's just crazy, man. How fast this week's I just this year has just flown by, man. Yeah, I know. So man. I mean, we're already almost 15 episodes into this podcast. I know, isn't that crazy? Three. We've been doing this podcast three months now. I thought it was three years. Yeah, three years. Episodes. Okay. But yeah, you can find me, your boy Benji Banks, at King Benjamin. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Ooh, sorry. King, you know, I got it mixed up. I Ooh. called me Benji Banks. Benji. Which Banks. is my handle on social media. You ever seen the movie Benji? Nah. With the dog? Nah. Watch it. Uh, what, what type of dog is it? I don't know. White okay. dog. It's gonna, a white dog. I'm not going to watch right. it. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at King Benji underscore Banks. And you can find me on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. And you can find Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks on Twitter and Instagram at Leveling Up with Banks. And the other one is at Leveling Up with Benjamin. 
And then you can find us on Facebook at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And also, like Trav said, look up Roshi's Island and join the rest of us nerds and geeks. And what did uh, what did uh, KJ say that we was at one time? KJ. Yeah, remember he he said he got mad because we, uh, he said we was thugs. No, what did the girl say we were? And he was just like, oh, I ain't know. I don't know what he was at a nerd. He said, uh, nerds, go- oh, goofs. Oh, yeah, yeah we're a got bunch of goofs. Yeah, so we're come all- hang out with us, goofs. <laughs> the girl said, we're goof all troop. goofs. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you ain't calling me no goof. I'm from the streets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from the streets. But- I ain't no goof. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Peace.